Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Checking on Omega now, blah blah blah. 
turns out it was a strategy on Fox's part. I think so. It's kind of the intention, right? Because Fox doesn't really give two flying fucks. And then, um, okay. He likes to call himself the bastard, and he has no qualms about it. That's not the point of the match. So then Pac set up Omega on the table outside. He goes to the top with a shooting star press onto the table. Why does the ad keep popping up in front of my face? <laughs> the replay confirmed the fact that it was insane. Whoever involves this blog is kind of overemphasized just a little, my man. See here, the Young Bucks are checking in on Omega. Okay, so Paul Turner took a bump. Oh, okay. The referee counts both guys up. He's up to eight. So then Pot gets up, rolls into the ring. So Omega gets rolled in by the Bucks. The referee allows it. There's the one on one. Okay, Iron Man. If I'm not mistaken, is this also a two out of three fall? Because this is what it sounds like, because they're scoring who got the first pinfall in a 30-minute Iron Man. That's not... (laughs) God. Okay. Uh, I'll discuss that a little later during Off the Rails Uncensored, folks. Climbs to the top for Black Arrow, which is a corkscrew moonsault. Lands with the double knees. We're thrown up by Omega. Omega drags Fox the ring ropes, blah, blah, blah. Drags himself up. Kenny, Kenny. High flying knee. Another knee. God, this is going to take forever just reviewing a 30 minute match. Okay, so Fox reverses with the Canadian Destroyer. Go figure. And then he hits a DDT. And then he gets a submission. On Omega. Okay. Pretty entire two minutes of the match. Blah, blah, blah. As Pac stretches away at Omega. Okay, so to end the 30 minute time of score, still one to one. Pac blasts the referee. Oh, yeah, it goes to sudden death overtime. And it's not considered a two out of three falls match. The fans chant Aubrey Aubrey. Go figure. It's my buddy Chris who has a mega mega crush on her. And I mean mega, folks. Not to mix up the names with it. You get the gist. So Omega won two to one in overtime. Holy shit, I should have just scrolled down for the results. Jesus Christ. Okay. Before anything else happened though, you know, like Pac. Last Cassidy with a sucker punch. Ah, knocks that idiot out. Chris Jericho interview is denied. <laughs> so Jake Hager answers the door and ignores the repeated request to chat with Le Champion. Sammy Guevara and Ortiz and Santana versus Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Okay. This is funny. So this dude refers to himself as the Spanish cop. That's be Sammy Guevara. It says, <laughs> so Jurassic Express, the arena, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt. 
Bell sounds, folks. Yay, the bell sounds. So Santana, he's cut off a leech source and then hit with a double team. Guevara joins for another big spot. Why why put that in your fucking review, you assholes? I'm sorry. I. So then we return from break. Who won the fucking match? Okay, Jurassic Express. Wow. Okay. Best of the best. Orange Cassidy's word during the tag team battle royal last week. And there it is. Including their interaction with the Butcher and the Blade. All right, the Blade knocks Chuck Taylor off the ring apron for no reason. This is no the best friends start making their comebacks. Stop it! Stop using terms. Okay, he goes over the other side of the ring. Blah blah blah. Blade goes to attack Orange Cassidy from behind, but he moves. He dies under the Butcher under the floor. Trent hits a big move. Off the top rope and gets the pin. Winner's best friend. All right. After the match, Orange Cassidy's AEW debut announced. Tony Schiavone gets in the ring to interview the best friends after the victory before he talks to them. Announces that Orange Cassidy will be competing against the Bastard Pac in a one on one match at AEW Revolution. Okay, then. That should be interesting. Let's see here. Yuka, Shak- or Yuka Sakazaki versus Big Swole versus Shayna versus Hikaru Shida. So basically, essentially, folks, New Japan. Okay, Dirty Dancing gets a near fall, blah, blah, blah. And speak of the devil. <laughs> I get a message from a friend who actually went to this event. Dark Order says Daniels will soon be obsolete. Stealing much from Matt Hardy, you jackasses. Jim Ross talks to the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Uh, Gary Michael Capetta and Lance Archer are all elite. Okay, Gary Michael Capetta is introducing. Uh Mm-hmm. AEW Revolution weigh-ins contract signing. Capetta begins formal introductions to the four-man who will make his way out to the ring. John Moxley. Da-da-da-da. So Jericho and Moxley had a weigh-in. That's different. Now Capetta calls for Jericho. Okay. So Jericho hit the Judas effect. Which is basically, for those of you who don't follow Chris's career, it's the backstabber or it's the double knees to the face, basically the code breaker or the Judas effect, whatever. Matt, you did a great job, I mean, doing this review. But now I've got to, let me see what, oh. Okay, my friend even took a picture. I believe I don't know who was with. I think it was like private party. But uh, anyway, folks. So, Orange Cassidy gets a contract signing to face Pac. He's going to make his debut at a pay per view. I got a lot on my mind about this whole thing. The Iron Man match 
almost in another draw, but then you can't do that because fans will be disappointed. So Omega versus Pac. Let's start there. I bet my friend says he has no voice left. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Anyways. As I was saying, Omega versus Pac in a 30-man Ironman match was sounded more like a two-out-of-three-falls match. That's just my observation. I'll probably watch the DVR replay to see if I can get a better grip on things for AEW. Um, Jericho and Moxley. They had a contract signing in a way, and so it's kind of like UFC mixed with wrestling. Although I don't know why. I mean, that's the old school way of doing things. You know, you book a fighter. Back in the day in wrestling, they did weigh-ins. I don't think I've ever seen in professional wrestling uh, two guys doing weigh-ins. And three, yeah, Cody may not have been there, but... Santana and Ortiz and Guevara. I mean, a tag team match, basically, essentially. Makes one think that AEW Dynamite tonight was either entertaining for people or or it was entertaining for people. I don't know. Like I said, professional wrestling can always give us options, right? If you don't like AEW, then there's New Japan. If you don't like New Japan, then there's Ring of Honor, and if you don't like Ring of Honor, well, then there's a shit ton of wrestling. There's NXT. There's Pacific Coast Wrestling. There's Monster Factory. There's a shit ton to choose from. There's a lot of options. When it comes to pro wrestling, my friend, I mean, look, my friend Chris likes both the options of WWE occasionally, and then also he likes AEW because he cheered all night and lost his fucking voice. So... Here's what I'm going to tell you. (laughs) This is amazing. I'm getting a lot of messages telling me options, options, options. So, here's what I'm going to tell you about AEW's review. My assessment of it, even if I didn't watch it. It's very old school. Um, no, I really don't think that's a fair assessment because 
I am trying something new, you know, just by reviewing AEW. And it's not biased, it's just honest. They have a show called AEW Dark so that the other half of the roster gets their shine. And I'm, you know, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I have actually given it a chance and watched a few episodes. So, therefore, yes, I can say something about AEW's wrestling. I mean, yeah, it was something that hasn't been used in a while and that's grasping the fans' attention. But at the same time, their stories are so inconsistent and their women's division is a fucking joke. There, I mean, I can be dead honest with you. Where in the fuck is their women's division? They put a women's match together. It's like New Japan Wrestling. I thought it was great type feeling for some. And then for others, it was like, okay, I'm just gonna, this is going to be awesome. I know, but even if I didn't watch it, that dude's description of what happened in the matches is enough for me to go off of and report. So if you didn't like it in my review... But I got, you know, three choice words for you. Forget about it. (laughs) That was weak. That was fucking weak. Uh, If you didn't like what I had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. I'm not done with my podcast yet, though. I still can go on, folks, about you. We all know we have options. We all have options, that's for sure. Yeah, and I am 100% for it, man. I know for a fact that if we, if you like what you like, you're always going to have an open mind. I'm just one of those that likes to point out a few things because it's the truth. It is the honest to God truth. They have a great set of wrestlers. They have no doubt, you know, the one of the most famous world champions in the in the sport of professional wrestling, Chris Jericho. Cody Rhodes was a decorated champion. He's a legacy fourth generation, no, third generation wrestler because I don't know if you call him third or, yeah. It's got to be Whatever generation wrestler Cody Rhodes is and Dustin Rhodes. Then you have Arn Anderson, who's still giving spine busters to folks. <clears throat> you got Moxley, Orange Cassidy. They've got talent, but what I'm saying is there are some bits and pieces to it that needs fixing. And what company doesn't have little leaks that they can plug up and fill and you know give people entertainment? People just want to be entertained point blank period. It doesn't matter if it's NXT or AEW. My job as a broadcast journalist, as a podcast host, is to point out what needs work, what's awesome, what I like, what I dislike. That's my right, man. Come on. Just being honest, my friends. Oh, what's up? By the way, we're going to take a little break here. What's up, UK, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia? 
Tokyo, Japan, Milan, Italy, we love you for listening to Wrestle Radio Network and also Off the Rails Uncensored. Yeah, it took a bit, but you know, I hear, I'm here. So 33 minutes left, you know, this is the point in the show where uh, if you have small children <coughs> that listen to my show, I suggest you put your mouse on, put your plugs on, is off the rails uncensored, is a copyrighted telecast, not telecast, podcast, any further usage of the title or likeness thereof of off the rails uncensored is punishable in the court of law. Any usage of it is going to cost you $45 for the use of the phrase or title, Off the Rails Uncensored. Alright, buckle up, fuckers. You're about to get inside my head because I is about to give you options. Dig it. I believe there is and always has been options in professional wrestling. This is the first time in a while that we've all been able to say this as a group, man. We have options. I'm just reading the questions. As some of you have sent me, and it's kind of funny. Uh, no, I do not have a hatred towards AEW. I just don't care for some of the stuff that they do. Like, okay, why at their pay-per-view are they having a worker that's never worked anyone? He's just done dives outside with his hands in his pockets. And Orange Cassidy, by the way, is, uh, you know, like I said, he's an interesting character. But question if he's never worked someone on live TV and he's going one-on-one with Pac, I'm just, like I said, folks, I'm sorry for the long pauses. I'm just answering questions as best I can. We have options. New Japan, Ring of Honor. AEW, WWE. The question is, why all of a sudden, you know, wrestling is becoming, you know, for wrestling fans, it's becoming so accessible for us. I'll tell you why. It's because it's professional wrestling. Wrestling never stops being entertaining for some people. I mean, I liked wrestling since, like, 
the third grade. Okay. Actually, since I was little, I've been going to ECW. Yeah, I know I said ECW, and trust me, I was there when Joey Styles ran down the aisleway saying, we do not throw anything. This is a professional wrestling event. We will behave in a professional manner. Oh, my God. The only thing that Chris Jericho said correct was that Mahomes would be no match for Le Champion. Yeah, why? I don't like the Chiefs either. I do not apologize to the Queef fans on my friends list, which is like majority of them. But you know what? Here's the deal. It's not about dissing tonight that made me happy about AEW. I watched, I flipped back and forth between AEW and NXT. So what I'm going to tell you is it was a stretch but sometimes, you know, NXT is slacking. Sometimes AEW is. And they say, well, AEW is nonstop action. Or, hey, man, NXT has the flavor I'm looking for. Or New Japan, man. A lot of companies get mentioned and a lot of companies serve their purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? Entertaining the fans. That's what the purpose of these companies are. And, yeah, we've got options. So which one do we we choose? Honestly, I just want to sit there and say, you know. You, you definitely know as a fan who you like, who you dislike, who you want to watch each and every single week, who's going to put their best foot forward. So... Goodness sakes. You know, I would say yes. Yes, because AEW, their pay-per-views do cost $49, but if it's tax, you know, in certain states, they're going to charge you more, so it it all depends, dude, however you want to view it, you pay $9.99 for one side of the tape, and you pay $49 for their pay-per-views, it's because, one, they're a brand new company, and it's just like, okay, well, Yeah, they're going to cost money because they have to make money. They're already making money from the uh, pro wrestling tees, and they're already making money through God knows where else. Right? So, yeah, their source of income is basically up to the gate because that's used to pay the bill for the venue. There's a lot more to it, my friend. But I have a podcast. My, I, you can listen to the rest of it. I don't care. No, go ahead. My main takeaway from AEW Dynamite tonight 
is that there was probably a few interesting points like the weigh-in, and there was the fact that uh, Orange Cassidy be now competing for the first time ever against Pac. It's not the first time the man's wrestled, okay? But interesting to say the least since he the man doesn't take his hands out of his pockets also Jericho hitting the Judas effect on Moxley is that going to have any effect on the pay-per-view no just going to piss him off even further and I don't know if Moxley is actually going to uh, win the championship or they're going to prolong it being on Jericho's waist you never fucking know I just think it's funny because a lot of you are saying, well, what's the difference between NXT and AEW? NXT has been there longer. AEW, they have different concepts and specialty matches every single week. And I said this on the last show. If you are a show that's known for having specialty matches every single fucking week, you are turning yourselves into WCW Nitro. Just a smidgen. 30-man Iron Man match counts as a uh, specialty match. Did people Were people entertained by it? Yeah. Did people have any complaints about it? Probably not the ones at the show, but I can tell you this right now. It sounded like a two out of three falls match to me. Because in an Iron Man match, aren't you supposed to... Uh, <laughs> At least carry three pinfalls in a row or two. Okay, but it, never mind. All I'm going to say is tonight, <clears throat> you know, it may have been unrivaled. It may not have been rivaled. Too. So, NXT, let's just get from there, all right? NXT. So Charlotte Flair is supposed to face Bianca Belair in the main event tonight, which is pretty cool. So Cameron Grimes beat Dijakovic thanks to, uh, well, Damian Priest. And then after that, you saw William Regal in the back saying, After that, you see William Regal in the back saying there will be a tournament of matches, women's matches, and that person will be live at NXT TakeOver Tampa. It will be a ladder match. Holy hell. That's going to be amazing. And then, uh, let's see here. Cameron Grimes beat Dijakovic barely. Zaylee versus Mia Yim. Mia Yim gets attacked. So does Zaylee. Austin Theory versus Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa ended up getting the victory, and Gargano attacked him after that. 
Bronson Reed versus Killian Dane. Killian Dane ended up getting the victory. And how? Dane hit a suplex on Bronson Reed from the top. Wow. Okay. Grizzled Young Veterans versus the Forgotten Sons. It's a very back and forth pace match, but in the end, the Grizzled Young Veterans came out victorious. Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. You want to talk about a test of strength. I think Charlotte must have surprised us all, you know, when she uh, was able to muscle Bianca into the corner. Kind of, uh, oh yeah, an undisputed header interview inside a trailer of all places. That's kind of funny. Keep the... Keith Lee, Keith Lee. So Keith Lee's attention is now on Damian Priest. Unless Donovan Dijakovic can heal. I don't see what the problem is with him. When you ask him this question, and the only thing I see in the issue with Donovan is uh, when he gets on the mic. That's it. But the Bianca Belair-Charlotte match tonight was pretty good. The uh, Grizzled Young Veterans versus, uh, well, the Forgotten Sons. Like I said, it was back and forth, very well-paced, not basic. I mean, there's something different there. They got rid of uh, Jackson Reichert. That did make the difference in the match for the GYVs. So... I don't know if they're going to be the new number one contenders, the tag team championship, the NXT tag team championship, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware, dude. So, this may be a short podcast, but NXT versus AEW. Pretty, you know, pretty evenly matched, except, you know, now there's going to be a cage match for the women next week and there'll be a cage match for the men as well. So they're both going to have to share cages. Maybe, maybe not. Anyways, folks. My entire thought process on tonight's shows, both of them really. One, you know, had entertainment but lacked the consistent stories yet again. And that's AEW. The other might be doing the same thing before TakeOver Tampa, keeping stuff light, making sure the fans get what they want or they get some form of entertainment. They're doing a damn good job about it, too. <clears throat> so you really can't fault both companies. You can point shit out not being assholes. I blame my friend Sean for that. <laughs> the ability to have patience with uh, certain folk. Anyways, anyways, I believe it is highly important to know, highly important to know that we have options. We're not fiddle-faddling around, right? So, we're not fiddle-faddling, meaning, oh, I can watch this, maybe I should watch that. Some people are great procrastinators and what they want to watch or what they want to be in life. So I'm just going to leave it at this since I'm not going to ramble in circles entirely and bore you guys to tears. 
when in professional wrestling, we used to not have options. It was just WCW, WWE. But back in the day before that, it was NWA, AWA, USVWA. There's a lot of territories out there. And Vince Sr., before Vince McMahon, did most of the damage by taking Andre the Giant. Uh, let's see who else. Hulk Hogan was a gold mine for Vince, man. Despite whether you love him or hate him, the man made him money. So there's that. Oh, and uh, just really quick, AEW, good and bad, ugly. It did all right tonight. The 30-man Iron Man match was probably the best. I haven't even watched the replay. But, you know, my friend cheered to the point where he lost his voice. You know, it's a damn good show. All right. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, this has been the 30-minute wrap-up of Off the Rails Uncensored. Yeah, get. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say about, well, AEW, WWE, whatever the case may be, what I said, what I didn't say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. To those bitches I got to sleep. I'm about to fall over. Night. Remember, pulling pranks is completely 100% free. Time to go to sleep. Dig it. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.